shooter. School me to the game, now I know my duty. Stay humble, stay low, blow like hootie. True pimp, spin no dough on the booty. And you yell, there go mace, there go your cutie. You know, I, I'm sorry, I just hit the record button, but I, uh, I began to think about that a little bit after our last conversation, um, because I was thinking a little bit about, like, working from home. Yeah. I was like, man, you know, like, working from home probably isn't too, too bad. Like, I began to think, like, okay, if I still woke up at 6, say, mm-hmm. got to work by, you know, 6.45. Okay. And say I got kind of, like, bored at 4. Then it's like, okay, I can take a break, hang out for a little bit, eat dinner or whatever. And if I'm still like, can't find something to do, it's like, I could just go back to work for a couple hours. Before yeah, that flexibility is nice, eh? Yeah, yeah, whereas like, if I were to work from home in the evening now, it's like, I don't know, I got to pack my laptop home and get all set up and hope that I have everything with me to do so. And, you know, it's just, it's just different, I guess. No, I'm with you. Um, yeah. No, I mean, it's it's a trade-off for sure. I feel like if you had kids, it would be really tough. Like, it would be, like, ugh, impossible. Because I don't think kids get, like, yeah, I'm home, but you can't talk to me. Like, yeah, I work at home, and Brittany's here. Um, and it's just because of COVID. And it's fine, but it's like, you know, I'm always like, well, what's she up to? Or what do you got there? Or, you know what I mean? And she's like, I don't know, if she'll ask me a question, and then we get talking about something. It's like, well, no, we'll listen. I got to finish this conversation. I'm not actually getting anything done now. And so, you know what I mean? And it's like, he's a grown person. That's just for Tarek's boss in case they're listening. Really, he's just sitting around. (laughs) No, but that's the thing, man. Like my brother, him and his wife are kind of dealing with a little bit because they, like my niece, she's two years old. She doesn't understand the whole concept of like, oh, mom and dad are working from home. But like my brother and sister-in-law both tried it on like the first Monday my brother didn't yep. even last the day. He was like, what is going on? Because my niece is just like, she's high maintenance, just man. Like she yeah, just, she's a kid. She's, she just does kid stuff, right? Well, not only that, but she's like, she's never seen a computer before because my brother and sister-in-law like just rock phones and like an iPad. Oh, really? And so all of a sudden there's this big giant like TV to her just sitting on the you know dining room table. She, she wants to sit on my brother's lap and hit the keys and my brother's trying to work and... He's like, no, and then she, you know, was not happy about the fact that she doesn't get to play on the big computer. And she's like, yeah, what the heck, impossible. man? And so it's like, yeah, so then it's just a matter of, like, trying to babysit at the same time as get, like, work done, you know? I so, know. You, if you have a little kid, you almost need to be, like, one person. Like, you can't say, well, I'm going to wash my kid and work from home because you're not going yeah, to. No, not at all. You need to have, yeah, no, you can't do both of those things at the same time. No. That's and that's that's the reality, right? Is you just, I I don't think it's possible. No, I'm with you, and I feel like it's funny because it's like, you know, we say that, and then people with parents probably like, yeah, we always knew that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? This is the thing. No question in my mind. (laughs) I am I am not jealous of a single parent's life. You know, I don't look at a parent and go, "Gosh, I wish I had that." Nope. (laughs) Not at all. I mean, Not not the unconditional love. Would it be dope to have a kid? At times, the same way it'd be dope to have like a dog. Like, there's times where it'd be That's fun, true. but at other times, it's like it's a lot of work. The dog's ripping up furniture, it's taking dumps, might pee on your carpet, it does something stupid, it knocks something over. You're like, ah, come on. Then there's times yeah. where you don't want to take care of it, or 
if you want to travel but you have to bring the dog with you and like there's a lot of inconvenience that comes with it so it's like i not that i'm equating children to dogs but i'm more just saying like pretty much you did and i think that the fact i have heard having a child is basically like having a dog that slowly learns how to talk (laughs) (laughs) that's an interesting that's an interesting concept i guess yeah i mean i think there's probably a lot of value and i don't think there's a parent out there that would say that they regret the decision of having kids I, I don't right. know a single one of my friends anyways who said like, oh gosh, I wish I would have never had them. Like, no. But like, Adolf Hitler's mom. They, she might regret <laughs> it. She, you, you might be right. But, uh, you know, I, I think I I think for the most part that like, I don't know, I just, maybe I'm just not mature enough as some parents might say. I just have no interest. No, I don't think so. Some people don't want kids. That's no big deal. Yeah. Don't want to conform to a standard heteronormative, I don't know, the line, but you know the line. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I feel like if we continue down this path, we're going to get ourselves in trouble before we ever make some profound point. You think so? You know what I mean? Oh, maybe. You might be right. You might be right. Dude, let's talk about this weekend, bro, because guess what? For those that didn't bother to support us and tune in, Matt and Tarek decided to eat some breakfast together. Now, we did. it started out with the hopes that we were going to compare Tim Horton's wraps with McDonald's wraps. McDonald's wraps to see, because they're basically the same wrap, just with a different name and obviously the different franchises' ingredients. But it didn't end up happening because Tarek had a giant line at his Tim Horton's. Apparently, McDonald's doesn't make wraps during COVID. Like, not the Medicine Hat one, not, not even the burritos. Not Drum Miller. <laughs> Drumheller, right. well, you Drumheller got the burritos, had the burritos. They didn't have the wraps, I, though. They're like, we're not making those. And I was like, during a pandemic, this is the most important thing you could be making is good breakfast food. All right? I don't know. Maybe the morning wrap was discontinued. Oh, gosh. Then I think that has to prove that the Tim Hortons wrap is a superior wrap. Yeah, maybe. I'm just going to check Reddit here real quick. Oh, <laughs> Reddit, Reddit will clearly give us the most truthful answer. Uh, I have no clue. Uh, you know, four years ago. It's just, uh, it's unfortunate that this, this is the case. Um, so anyways, Tarek ate, I didn't even know that A&W made wraps, by the way. Yeah, I didn't know either. I mean, I think it's kind of like uh, they had to just to participate right. with everybody. I don't know. Right. Now... Did it, was it a grilled wrap like at Tim Hortons? They grill that wrap, so it's like, it's got that nice crunch to the to the tortilla. The bacon was crunchy, the tortilla was not. It was soft, soft for sure. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay, look, I see an article here that says, McDonald's discontinues snack wraps and start, snack wraps are different. Let's see. Um... I don't know. It's a snack wrap. Either way, apparently the snack, the wrap game wasn't profitable for him. You know what? Here's the thing. The Rona. The Rona got the morning wrap. And it's Another like, victim. Another casualty. Yeah. That, sports, you know, movie theaters, bars. Corona's, yeah. Corona's taken out the most important things in our lives. So It really is. It ugh, is. It's, it's difficult. Taking out grandma's. Grand grandfathers. Oh, wow, <laughs> that got real. It got it got <laughs> real real quick, you it know. But uh, yeah. anyways, I just want to say thanks to those people who did chime in, uh, who came and and hung out with us while we ate breakfast. That was fun. 
That was a, it was an enjoyable time. Uh, thanks yeah. for the comments. And, you know, T, I was going to suggest this. I don't know if you're down, but I was going to say maybe we should just be doing live breakfast every Sunday. That's a bit of a commitment, but I'd be down yeah. some Sundays what for sure. What else are you doing Sunday morning? Sleeping in, going to church. You're not going to church. Oh, right. There's Quarantine. no church happening. Yeah, that's true. Well, you know, it happens whenever you feel like tuning in on YouTube. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> You can do church on, yeah. on Sunday night if you want. I can do church anytime, really. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So all I'm cool. saying is that was something I thought about because I knew that it would be a time that we both have off. But anyways, I suppose we could talk about this later. I just thought this Breakfast be... challenge. You know what? One of the uh, listeners commented or one of our tuners in, I don't know, said 7-Eleven coffee was the best coffee. Now, that's a real tough question. Who has the best coffee? Ooh. You know, and that'd be a tough one to answer. We'd need a proper study. Um, and we're probably not the best coffee connoisseurs because there's a lot of coffee connoisseurs. Hey, but I think the do value we ever we know the give, coffee snobs who could help us do. with this? We do. But I think the value we add is like, What's the best cup of coffee for regular people who don't care as much about coffee as the mm. guy who really cares about coffee? But you know, you know what I mean? more fun is if we made Kyle and Joey, shout out to Council Coffee, if we made those guys sit down and drink A&W Coffee, Tim Hortons Coffee, Ooh. McDonald's Coffee, and 7-Eleven Coffee. 7-Eleven Coffee. And tell us which Let's one is the best. Like Maybe we should study. do – let's do a cross, ah. a, a team – Effort, Council Coffee, if you're hearing us out, that could be our Sunday morning. Is that teaming up with Council cool. Coffee to do a, a coffee tasting challenge. You know what, though? That's a logistical nightmare when you can't actually visit people. Oh, dang it. That is a logistical you know nightmare. I mean? You like, are right. For the study to work well, perfectly, I go and buy all the coffee, set it all up, make us, you know, put it in nondescript cups, blindfolds, whatever. They try it, we get their notes. But I can't do any of that. We need them to do it by themselves. And then. And here's the other part, too. I mean, here's the reality. If we could make it work, I do have the ability to. We could do it all through Skype. This call recorder that I have records video as well. And then we could just post the video afterwards. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. anyways, I mean, it's an idea. It's something we should definitely consider in these Roman times. That's true. Those are coffee connoisseurs telling us what the best coffee is. Dude, the best. You should like, get a Starbucks in there too. The best trashy coffee. That's the thing. Okay, or, okay. Like yeah, fast food coffee. Starbucks, I guess. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's got to be fast food coffee. And then maybe I'll do a K cup of McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> no, just a K cup like Kirkland. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kirkland so Cos- K cup. Dude, Costco would win. Come on, that's for real. Costco never loses. Oh, oh. man. All right. That's something. That would be interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. So, anyways, if those guys are listening, Kyle, if you're listening, I know you're a fan. Uh, let us know. Let us know what you think. Yeah, uh, we would definitely do it. Yeah, dude, it's weird in these Corona times because I don't know what there's really to talk about that is like any way that we can talk exciting business because business is failing. Well, I mean. As an accountant, when, when did they defer my tax time till? Okay, so, oh, I guess Canadians. we can talk a little bit about, quick bit about taxes anyways. Um, I know this is super thrilling content and all, but uh, yeah, if you haven't filed your taxes Important yet. Important information for Canadians. Yeah, if, if you haven't filed your taxes yet, get on it. 
but you have until the end of May now. You don't just have until the end of April. They have extended it an extra month. And then they actually extended. Here's the best part. Okay. You know, this is something I think I find with a lot of people is they go, yeah, but if I do my taxes, I'm going to owe and I don't want to pay. And it's like, oh, okay. Like, guess what? You make money. You have to pay tax. It's the reality yeah. of life. But the other part is they actually extended the date you have to pay until the end of August. Oh, okay. So even if you owe ten grand tomorrow, you don't have to pay a cent until August 31st. Okay, that's great. So and no interest gets charged or anything. No, it's just zero interest, man. Free loan from the government. There yep. you go. So it's at least something to consider is just get them filed. Even if you owe money, get them filed, and it gives you like an extra four months to figure out how you're going to pay for them, especially if you don't have a job right now. Or just challenging then. You know, like there's obviously hurdles you have to jump through at this point, but uh, at least just get them filed so that you know where you stand, I guess. Totally. But yeah, yeah, that's that's the tax situation these days. programs that are, are being made available hang on repeat that sorry have you had any clients requests how familiar are you with well you keep breaking up on with me. some of these other government programs that are being made of like sorry uh, how like, familiar are you with some of like you're talking about like the cerb like the, yeah or the 75 percent wage subsidy for business um i know about the ceba what's that the emergency business account so here's the thing. And then he... Matt is not very well versed in all this stuff simply because I don't actually end up having to deal with the majority of it. Our bookkeepers right. are a little more well versed with it. Our partners in our firm right. are a little more versed. Like they're the ones who have to actually like get this information across to clients. I'm not so much that guy. Uh, I do deal with one person and you know, I've been working with them in terms of um, there is a payroll liability uh, subsidy of 10% and then they're working towards the 75% wage subsidy but I don't believe that's actually in action yet it is a proposed idea at this point right I'm right quite sure you can't actually apply for it yet although a lot of people are like oh my gosh this is so great but there are some genuine hoops with that one as well like you have to show that there was a huge yeah. decrease in your sales and it's not expected to pick up over the next couple months and so it makes not, sense, though. I mean, yeah, absolutely. But that's the thing. It's not like just anyone can apply for it and get 75% of their wages covered. Yeah, yeah, um, no, for sure. And and so it's it's tough. And then, you know, you have to think about other companies who might be affected. So take, for instance, and this is where it gets kind of crazy is take for instance someone like Walmart. OK, Walmart Canada. Okay. They might be able to show justifiably that their sales dip significantly since march well right they're a huge i thought they had a limit on the size of the business and and they probably do you're, you're probably right i don't know all the ins and outs i believe i believe it has to do with like payroll under sixty thousand dollars or something like that but i'm pretty sure that's right. per employee okay so okay it it can get a little nuts or oh, i'm with mm, you no it might just be paid you know what here's the thing I'm talking out my ass a little bit right now. Uh, but I guess my point is is that, like, yeah, it's it's focused on small businesses, but there are some hurdles, and I would encourage anyone who's looking at any of these programs, 
the Canada Emergency um, Response Benefit. That's that's a big one that everyone's talking about, right? That's the two thousand dollars a month. Here's yep. what you need to do if you're not okay? an employee, or is that if you got laid off from your job? That's um, if you got laid off. So even because, subcontractors are because of yeah. COVID. Sorry, keep going. All right, yeah, keep interrupting yeah. me, Derek. It's really helping get the point across. Well, I think it's important uh, that you don't have to be an employee. Okay, you can be a contractor, a subcontractor. Well, once yeah. I get my point out, you'll understand why none of that matters. My point is that if you feel like your job and income has been severely affected by COVID nineteen then what you need to do is you need to go on CRA's website. You need to go and start a My Account. And then when you're in your My Account, you can actually find the link that says the Canada Emergency Revenue or Response Benefit. You click on that. There's a full checklist of whether or not you, you fit the criteria. I don't know it all. And guess what? Nobody knows you better than you. So go in there, look through it, ask yourself, do these apply to me? Do they not apply to me? Mm-hmm. and so like that's that's the whole process don't like don't overcomplicate it just sign up for my account make sure if you haven't signed up for my account before make sure you have your prior year's tax return because they're going to quiz you on a certain line from it yep and then you know it does take some time to it. sign up but it's important Absolutely. important do it how bad do you want an income the way i think i think about, I think about it like uh well, exactly. It is kind of like the opposite, uh, similar, different way, but similar to tax, tax, taxes. Ever know that you could sell on taxes? I think I should pay a little bit more this year just to help out. And in the same way, if there's a, a subsidy that's available that will help you, take advantage. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's uh, money you've paid in taxes, and it's money to help you during what's a tough time. So I think um, the can, can it. Canada Emergency Response Benefit, that's $500 every week or $2,000 a month. Um, anybody who's lost money due to the COVID employee or in, in, independent contractor can get money. Um, the wage subsidy, yeah, not 100% sure how that works. But there's also the Emergency Benefit Account, I think is what it's called, CEBA, for small businesses, where you can get a $40,000 interest-free loan for the government, from the government, sorry, um, and if you pay it back by, or you pay $30,000 of it back by December 1, 2022, you get $10,000 forgiven. So it's interest-free and they'll give you 10, 10 grand for free if you pay back a little sooner than they expect. And so that's another one for a small business. The big hurdle on that one is you have to have um, a payroll of at least 50000 uh, So they're trying to weed out, I guess, holding companies or, or smaller options that would benefit from the CERB. Um, but, you know, mid-sized or small to mid-sized businesses would benefit. Cap on that, too. If your payroll's over a million, you're not qualified as well. Dude, I think my connection is so bad right now. You are so blurry. Oh, really? Yeah. Is your wife home and using the internet? I'm blaming her. Nobody's home. I'm telling you. This is a drum heller problem. Let me just run a speed test real quick. Dude, my speed, test, continue. My speed test showed like 10 and 2.8. Uh, 10? Where are you living? Oh, shoot. No, mine's really slow right now. Oh, I'm my end. You're right. It's Tarek. I knew Yeah, it. you're right. What a dirtbag. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Uh, what do you got? Tell me your numbers, fool. I didn't let it finish, but it was, it was struggling to get past one and a half, two on the download. <laughs> what? <laughs> Tarek. Yeah. This is all your fault. I'm sorry. It is my fault. 
Ugh. in this situation. It is. Well, folks, I do I apologize I sometimes... for the quality of this uh, particular episode. It might be a little rough. Uh, Am I cutting in and out? As your captain might say, there's a little turbulence, all right? Am I cutting in and out? Uh, at times you are, yep. So that's all that matters. They don't care about the video quality, right? No, not so much the video quality, but they're, you should definitely listen back to this before you uh, put it out there. All right. All right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is, right? So, anyways, there, there are definitely government programs and stuff like that. And, you know, if that, uh, if that conversation really invigorated you and got you excited about life, then uh, let us know because... Hey, that's some real talk. It's important. People need to take advantage. It is true. It is true. Not take advantage, but make sure they're taking care of themselves. I just think so often there's this fancy thing called Google. Just type it into Google. Figure out if you actually uh, qualify for some of these things. And if so, definitely look into it, especially if you are struggling. Like I, I don't expect everyone to have... Uh, a great situation right now it's kind of a time of uncertainty right yep. and, and we don't know what to expect moving forward especially even in the next month or two right like they keep it feels like pushing this further and further back like we're going to be doing the social distancing and shutting down of non-essential businesses for the foreseeable future sometime yeah and i saw a headline to be fair i didn't read the article but until the end of 2020 there'll be some sort of social distancing going on and i was like what <laughs> that's how but yeah that's crazy oh totally man you know it's it's a tough one because you know i i started to think about this you know i had a friend who he's going a little stir crazy right now and so he was like dude i might come out and just see you next weekend and i was like ah you know what maybe don't come see me you know, not because I don't want to see yeah, you. Might get but arrested. It's also just the fact that, like, I I kind of don't want visitors right now. You know. Yeah. No. Fair enough. I mean, I mean, that's uh, definitely what they're saying we shouldn't do. Um, you know, it's funny that you say that though, because as part of this, there's also been a lot of conspiracy theories that have come up uh, because of of and all the stuff that's going on. So that reminds me of one. Not conspiracy theory, but a comparison that I feel like is a bit over the top. Where people would say, "Well, now because you're telling your buddy not to uh, not to come visit," or you know, I think the the example I'm thinking of is someone said a neighbor was going to tell on on their kids for playing outside because they weren't social distancing, and he said it's it's just like Nazi Germany where they were ratting out the Jews that live next door, and I was like, "Whoa." whoa <laughs> you know i see what the pale he's trying to drop and it's like come on man this is not like i don't know what do you think uh yeah you know what there was a thing going on in california even where the governor gavin newsom was trying to encourage people to basically tell on uh businesses who were still staying open at this point point. and yep. i saw an instagram yep. post from a comedian that i follow and he was like really calling this out saying like Hey man, like this is exactly what happens in Hitler's Germany, Stalin's Russia, uh, North Korea, Mao's China. Like this idea of this government having so much power and striking fear in the citizens to basically tell on one another to extract their freedom in a sense is 
uh, it's very scary. And I thought, yeah, that's that's exactly it, man. Like if we're to a point where we can't even trust our fellow neighbor, like we're we're living in some pretty wow. pretty pretty strange times, and and I don't like that. I I don't like that idea that I can get in trouble for being outside. No, I'm with you. I hear you that that does suck. I feel like, you know, a public health emergency versus like an ideological imperative are so different, right? It's like, Derek, that's how they start, though, man. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I feel like you've been drinking the Kool Aid. No, I'm. What I'm more saying though is that it's <laughs> always the idea that they always start with the idea that it is in the public's best interest. We are looking out for the public. We are trying to take care of the public. You look at any of those regimes yeah. and you tell me how they start. It's always about how we are, it's always for the public's benefit that we are kind of taking care of them. We are, and then that control gets so tight that they don't want to let it go. And they go, oh, what's wrong with how we're living? And then all of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden someone gets whacked and there's no question or execution or, <laughs> or no. not execution. There's no investigation. <laughs> That's the word I'm looking for. That's true. And then all of a sudden, we're living like, wow, in why fascist did they states, dis- Why they disobey? Yeah, yeah exactly. Maybe. Man. I feel like that's a bit of a stretch. Maybe I'm a sheep. Maybe I'm naive. You whatever are Whatever you want to call right? it. <laughs> Don't even maybe say maybe. I feel like we're jumping. Get... I think we're jumping a little bit far ahead. I hear the slippery slope argument. I feel like the slippery slope argument isn't a good one. Like It's like, where are we now? Is it reasonable? Should always be the question, not where could we be if this continues? You know what I mean? I guess that's valuable, but it's like... I don't know. But we'll see. We will see. Um, I refuse to be a sheep too for too long. Maybe I'm just okay with being a sheep to a certain point and you're over it and I'm not. Until it's too but... late, Derek. And then you're like, <laughs> oh, I don't want to be a sheep anymore. Guess what, bro? You're a sheep. The ship has sailed. Yeah. Oh, man. Here's here's one that I saw. This is uh, an article I saw in the Ottawa Citizen. Um, have you heard about this new 5G technology that's supposed to be coming out? It's supposed to be like the next thing in cell phone technology. Well, I'm pretty sure so it's, it's supposed to make America for faster already. cell phones. What's that? So I'm pretty sure it's already in America. Yeah, it's out in some places. It's like slowly spreading. Yeah. And I know we're trying to build it out here in Canada. I think there's probably, I don't know, they're testing probably it or Southern whatever. Southern Ontario, I'm sure, has it. Sure, they might. Um, anyways, apparently the conspiracy theory is that 5G... This is the faster internet spreads oh, the coronavirus, gosh. right? And so yeah, I've heard that people have shown maps of hotspots of corona with where they've actually started oh, putting out 5G, and it's like eerily similar. The correlations are undeniable. Apparently, there's some arsonists in Britain who started to burn down cell phone towers. Derek, Derek, <laughs> how serious this stuff is. I can't. Yeah, I because mean, here's the I thing, people: Are you guys stupid? How does technology <laughs> spread? It goes in the most populous places on earth. Oh, you put it that's why the most, correlated. It's you put <laughs> things like 5G in the most populated parts of a country. Uh, and then That's what, what they want you to think. It's the best way uh, to put it together. Derek, you're such a sheep. <laughs> you are your new nickname is sheep. Okay? You are a sheep. I don't feel like I'm being a sheep. I feel like I want we're on opposite sides of this now. Bro. We switched, and now you're still calling me a sheep. Dude, you're 100% a sheep. <laughs> you just switched uh, to the sheep no, side, and they call you're, you a sheep. You're a conspiracy sheep, okay? 
<laughs> that's what you are. You're the sheep of the conspiracies. I know, it doesn't make any sense because you had the first conspiracy theory where no, you said that no, that wasn't a conspiracy theory. Us. That's a fact. No, that's the truth. That's the that's truth, a fact. Okay, man. that's my bad. That's my bad. Okay. Here's the and thing. then this one's a conspiracy okay. theory. Let me pitch this to you. <laughs> say, say Justin Trudeau throws down the gauntlet and puts out that like emergency pandemic procedure or whatever where he basically has absolute power and rule over the country okay what are you gonna do then uh change my vote next election i guess yeah oh five <laughs> years from now when our dictator has absolute power maybe send an email to my to my mp man hey, you know what all i can say is i think everyone would be hoping not a that... fan of this <laughs> I I would be hoping that Donald comes to like invade and liberate us. Oh, that is so much worse. I feel like Donald. Is a Canadian democracy worse than a Donald Trump no, democracy? A, There's a, a Canadian dictatorship worse than a U.S. Yes, yeah, sorry, than a Donald Trump yeah, democracy. Yeah, any dictatorship know, is worse question. than a democracy, Tarek. I suppose. I suppose. Go live you know, in you're any right dictatorship. And tell me how that is. Tell me what that life is like okay. for more than just All a right. seven day vacation in Cuba. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Cuba ask, wasn't bad. Go ask what those guys live like on a day to day basis. Okay. <laughs> I think that you will change oh, your man. tune real quick. I got a, I got a little bit of an addition to the five G conspiracy. Apparently, one version of the conspiracy says that um, China has vaccinated its citizens, and it'll broadcast the the five G signal that will activate the virus in everyone else and then it kills them i don't know i don't know you know man i can't i can't even handle that i can't i can't deal with stupid conspiracy theories okay except for the one where the government's trying to take over with this uh that one's not a conspiracy that's real life <laughs> that one's real life yeah that that is real right. life I don't know, Dude, man. When they Seems like a you... Here's the thing. This is where I actually kind of struggle with governments. Don't be such a mainstream yet. This is this is where I'm actually like rooting for for a guy like Jason Kenny a little bit because I don't believe has he actually technically shut down all non-essential businesses. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I like. I don't think that's actually a fact. Or else, like, would restaurants still be allowed to be running? They're non-essential. Restaurants are essential. Oh, they are. So what's a non-essential business? Hair salons. Oh, that's true. eh? Hey, you know, let me get to that in a minute. My point is, I I feel like we're not like kiboshed the way that Saskatchewan and uh, Ontario and stuff are, where they've like actually said, if you're non-essential, you're not allowed to be open. Right. Um... Because as soon as you start to implement that kind of power, you've been telling me as like a business owner when I'm allowed to open my doors and when I'm not. I think mm-hmm. that is pushing on people's freedoms too much. Well, they, it's funny you say that because they do that already with bars. Like, you know, there's a certain time where you can serve liquor until and then you can't. And so in that situation, would you be okay with that? Or you think there's that no way that the... that's true. Because look at it's airports. True. You can't serve like, yeah, it's oh, different yeah. at an airport, I guess. Do you ever go but to Chili's at the Calgary Airport? I swear to you, it's the truth. The Calgary Airport, I can go and dust a beer at seven a.m. if I want. Um, 
here. Let's look. I thought that was a rule. Dude, there... It is the wild... And of all places, Alberta is the most Wild West friggin' province we have in this country where you can just about do anything you want, I feel like. I mean, I know they made a rule in the... I remember this when I just turned 18 where you couldn't do... Like, they used to do like 20... For do- 25 cent or a dollar beer nights at bars where they just have like a tower of beers and you just pay a dollar and you get a new beer and they're like no that's too much you can't charge that low um you can't charge prices that low because it's just outrageous people will misbehave yeah i guess i guess all i'm saying is there's there may be parameters on the hours in which you're allowed to be open Mm-hmm. But I guess what I'm saying is to just say that you straight up cannot open is a little extreme in my eyes. Yeah, assembly.ab.ca. Do not sell, provide, or serve liquor for on-premises consumption after two ne- after two a.m. Right. Okay. Do not allow patrons or. Fr- and I'm saying that same law is an infringement on that business's right to be open for the public health and safety. Do you know what I mean? Like that law exists for the exact same reason, albeit for a different reason. Albeit for a different, like, you know, um, and that's where I would danger. disagree to an extent, though, because you're still allowed to be open, just not for a certain portion of the day, not the entire yeah. 24 hour day. You are right, refusing right, right. people the opportunity to make an income with these sorts of right. uh, these sorts of things, where it's like to refuse someone the opportunity to have a business for 24 hours a day. 300 or seven days a week currently not 365 days a year but indefinitely not allow them to open their doors to pay their bills and to make money for themselves i think is an infringement upon like just our basic freedoms yeah no that's fair it's not the canada Um, i I want to be a part of let's rise up with you western canada what was that stupid canadian exit yeah, there you go. I'm kidding. I have um, no interest in. But do you think, but... like, do you doubt the severity of the public health crisis? Do you know what I mean? Because it's like, do no, you think no, 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 if no. the don't, public don't, health? Don't get me wrong. I think. Listen, I'm I'm the guy who's also staying at home, doesn't want any human contact if it's not necessary. All that sort of stuff. But I'm also but you're saying, saying people should be able to. If they want to be open, those they should be allowed to be open. Ah, interesting, interesting. That's my belief. So people should be able to do dumb stuff if they want to. 100%. Yeah, I can see that. I see what you're saying there. Dude, you're see imposing how on their freedoms, even if it's dumb shit. Look at, like, some of the dumb stuff we've done in society, and yet, like... I know, I feel like the problem is the dumb stuff is such a large externality right like if the dumb stuff only affected you then so be it but the dumb stuff could affect society as a whole negatively so i see you know the logic of both sides but i'm here's, with you though but here's to the other a large part. extent i feel like people should be free to do dumb stuff that we think is dumb. Yeah. here's here's they the should other be thing, though okay keep this in mind though all right it is not the bar doing anything stupid by being open it is the patrons who decide to go there that are then putting themselves in harm's way by going there. Yep. So the bar has done nothing except open its doors and provide a venue for them to consume alcohol, to consume food, and have a good social time. It is on the patron's responsibility to either not go there or to go there. 
Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think, though, in, in some ways, it's funny that we're using this bar example because I think it, trans- it translates well. If not, the only difference is the short-term nature of it. Um, we have put quite a bit of responsibility on the bar to not over-serve, for example. So it's like if I go to a bar and I get alcohol poisoning because I sat at that bar and they just kept serving me, that bar is liable. If I go to a bar and I drink too much and I do something really dumb, so in some cases that bar is liable. Absolutely. Um, so we do put some responsibility on business owners in that regard. Yep. Also, you know, as a very visceral example, you know, the person who's like, well, that's I can drink and drive if I want to, you know, it's, See? I can do dumb stuff if I want to, but that's obviously a very big harm to the public good. And you shouldn't have that freedom because you and endanger yet, so many other people. And that's what people would say is the reason for the COVID, uh, parameter, you know, for the reason, you know what I mean? Like it's the same, it's a similar logic, although it's so much bigger because of how long you have to be closed for. Absolutely. And yet mm-hmm. people do it every day. Yeah. I'm not saying they don't do it. I'm saying that's why. That's the logic. That's the place. And we're okay with that. There's not a reasonable person, I think, who would say, well, liquor law, you should be able to drink and drive. You can do dumb stuff if you want to. It's like, no, the government should definitely stop people from drinking and driving. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, 100%. I, I guess but I'm not. You're saying they shouldn't stop people from social distance, from being too close physically, even if I'm it is dangerous. I'm not saying that they shouldn't encourage social distancing. Enforce it. Like they do with drunk drive with drunk driving. Mm, I'm trying to think. It's so subjective. It depends though. on how severe we believe this public health threat is, right? Like, is yeah. that going to be the difference between? And here's you the know, funny part. Couple... I'm I'm super like I'm not scared of this virus, but like I'm I'm pretty nervous about it. Only because it's like, listen, man, I'm not in great like physical shape. If I get this thing, there's a chance that it could mess me up, oh, potentially kill me. Low chance. You'd be fine. Uh, you know, you say that, but there's no guarantee of that, Tarek. Right, right. And so, it's it it makes me nervous. I I won't act like uh, I'm just you know I got invited to a friend's house for Easter, and before I got invited to their house. Uh, they said, you know, are you, do you have any of these symptoms sort of thing? Just outlining Corona. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, I'm not sick. I'm totally fine. But it still got me thinking like, no, you know what? I don't want to go there. I just want to, in a sense, self-isolate. I, I get yeah. that it's like, yeah. it might be over the top. Some people might be like, oh, you're taking this too seriously. Like you need to learn to relax and stuff like that. And it's like, I would rather be wrong on this. I'd rather play it too safe on this then not safe enough, I guess. Yeah, no, that's fair. I'm with you. Take it seriously is right. I I think that's just how I stand on it, is I just would really prefer to be on the right side of this. And I'm not ashamed to say that, you know, oh, yeah, I I didn't, or I social distanced too much. Oh, my gosh, you know? Like, I'm I'm not ashamed of that. I'm not bothered by that. Um, But the other part, in all fairness, is, I don't really social distance during the day. I still go to an office. It's not like full of people, but enough people that like you're not social distancing. You right. And you get within six feet of them all the time. Uh, I wouldn't say all the time, but you know, it happens. Right. And so, you know, it's not like I'm always six feet apart from people. It's not like I'm constantly washing my hands and, and sanitizing every other second. And do I touch public doorknobs? Yeah. Do I touch, you know, walls and door frames and 
papers that have been given to me by clients and then hand those papers off to someone else, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I'm constantly touching stuff that I probably shouldn't in this. And yet, you know, everyone else in my office is as well. So, right. you know, I, I, I don't know. It anyways. I feel like I'm a bit of a, what's the word? Hypocrite. But at the same time, it's like right. I'm also required to do this in order for my job. Or, I mean, I could go home. It's not like I can't be at home to work. It's just I know the production level is going to just go kaput probably in terms of, you know, I need client files in order to do their taxes. I need um all that sort of stuff so it's like i either bring it home or i leave it at work it's it's one or the other right you know? yeah no that makes sense so it's it's a tough yeah, situation I'm, I'm not trying to act like this is an easy thing to to figure out but no i'm with you you know yeah i just yeah i'm excited to get back to normalcy i think that's maybe the driving force is people are like yo i can't live like this indefinitely without any sort of you know, like, well, what metrics do we need to hit before we can get back to some level of norm- normalcy, even yeah. if it's a phased-in approach? Um, and I think that's where a lot of this... It's just pent-up frustration from, uh, like, another day of... Like, it's just been a month, I think, but it feels like it's so long. Every day is so long, you well, know, so... But it's it's part of what it is, man. You got to just grind it out, and, you know, you just got to yep. accept that this is, this is life right now. I mean... So many people are complaining and, and miserable about it, but I think it's just like you got to suck it up. You got to quit crying. You got to quit blaming it on conspiracy theories like a jackass. And you just got to accept <laughs> that like... Except for the it, one that you decided was not a conspiracy theory. Dude, it's not it's a legit. conspiracy, okay? It's not. <laughs> it's legitimate. But uh, I guess oh, these are the things. Now, here's let's talk about the real important issue right now, Tarek. Okay. I need a barber and I don't have one. Oh man, yo! There's a local barber who's doing uh, tutorials on Facebook on how to cut your hair. Uh, you want me to hook you up with him? No, I just need a set of clippers. Send you a link to his Facebook just page. Shave my head. Oh, well, you could do that too. You just, go to. Uh, I can give you the name of the clippers I use. You know. Ugh. Actually, no, it's funny. You know what? I went on Amazon the other day to try to get some workout equipment because, you know, you can't go anywhere or do anything. And I felt like I got to be more active. You can't get a set of uh, adjustable dumbbells. Not on Kijiji, not on Amazon, not on Walmart, not at your local fitness store. Dude, they do not exist. Did you try the Facebook Marketplace? Yeah, some guy was selling some on there for... Like over five hundred bucks, and I was like, oh, "That's stupid." <laughs> and then it was funny. Someone else, someone else, uh, commented a link to a sport check page where they were cheaper. <laughs> and then someone else called them out. They were like, "Yo, that's a dick thing to do." <laughs> Just everyone eating each other over this stupid shit. Uh, it was it was funny. I enjoyed that. Oh um, man. But yeah, I mean, it's one of those things too, where I, I guess the mechanism of adjusting the weights is important. You need to be built well. Oh, well, but at the same time, it's like, do I need brand name weights? It's just heavy. You know what I mean? What am I paying for? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> I mean, pick up like a heavy plant pot or. Yeah, exactly. Well, I need a bow flex, but you know, like, no name will do fine. <laughs> yeah. well, just... 20 pounds is 20 pounds. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Just pick up something heavy in your house and pack it around. Do some oh, lunges, push ups, sit ups. I mean, I've been doing stuff like that. There's ways to I get a workout of... in. 
I did one of Brittany's workouts with her, and she does like a lot of reps with these low weights. Yeah. And it was it was pretty killer. She she was she was pretty tough, but she got me to use. We bought these uh, these uh, coconut waters. And she, they were unopened, <laughs> so she's like, "You can use these." For like, okay, <laughs> that's what I use. <laughs> oh, coconut <okay>. waters. <laughs> oh okay. man, I can only I, I just think uh, it'd be hilarious to watch her be like, "All right, rookie, uh, this is my workout, and good luck surviving." And here, you use these. You haven't you haven't moved up to weights yet, okay? There you <laughs> take, go. There take you these, go. Take these two coconut waters. <laughs> I wish I had some four liter jugs I could fill up with water and use to, you know what I mean, like kettlebells and put them <laughs> over your head and stuff. What would that be? Four liters. Let's four. I have no clue. Four uh, kilograms, eight pounds, nine pounds, maybe know, ten. I don't know enough about all that conversion. <laughs> Either way, it's it's wild that that stuff's just like gone. You can't get it. Well, hang on. A milliliter equals one gram. Yeah, I know. So it is four kilograms. It is eight point eight pounds. I I do all the calculations. I was just you know. Oh, okay. This there's probably some real world hey, variants there that you got to account for. Can we get back for. to the serious issue here? I need to cut my hair. <laughs> you know what? Actually, it's funny. Speaking of grooming, I don't know if you noticed. I've been growing out a COVID beard. Oh, nice. I know it's a pretty basic thing to do. But it's itchy as hell. So I went Dude. to Shoppers Drug Mart today where the cashier told me to back up, sir. <laughs> <laughs> In the nicest way possible. So shout out to that cashier. She was she was like, for real though, you gotta back up. And then made small talk about, you know, our purchases to show that she was not trying to be mean. She was just trying to follow the rules. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um but I got beard oil and beer conditioner and all this stuff. And I don't know what to do with it. Bro, but you this bought is where I'm at. It's beard so oil itchy. from Shoppers Drug Mart? I know. I know. Well, I mean, even not even like proper stuff. Like, you know, they have that cheap rolling rack that's like all the stuff that's old and they're trying oh. to get rid of. That's where I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 20 bucks for a tin of beard oil. And I was like, 20 oh, bucks? Man. Are you Did crazy? You gotta go talk to, talk to our boy Khalib. I know, I should have. Caleb, but he's Caleb probably, probably using the really good stuff. You know I don't want to use the really good stuff. I'm too cheap. I mean, you also don't have a beard yet. Let's be real. It's true. It's it pretty like, short still, but it's so itchy. It's so it, itchy. It just looks like you haven't washed your face yet, okay? <laughs> I know, that's the thing. I don't feel like anyone's noticed. It's just kind of like, oh, yeah, totally. It doesn't look that different. Oh, man. But it feels you know, different. Here's the thing, though. I think you your should Your hair just... doesn't look that different either, though. Bro. This hair, you know, you know where I notice it. It's my glasses. So I know my camera's too far away from you, but it's when my hair starts to go over top of my glasses arms. That's when I know it's getting mm-hmm. too long. Ah, I see. Are you brave enough to cut it yourself? You've had it no. pretty buzzed before, you though. You know what? I've definitely shaved my head many times. My boy Quentin yeah. from my last office. Shout out to Quentin Klopp. Uh, he used to shave my head for me, or he did it one time. I shouldn't say he did it like all the time, but. I did it on his back porch once. It was great. Anyways, fun story I mean, for you. Like I said, I use a handheld shaver that's made for, for home use. Um, you should use that. Just get it off Amazon. That probably still isn't sold out. Dude, you can maybe get it at Walmart. Do you know how drunk. long it takes to get you anything from Amazon right now? I I legit days. looked yeah, something right. up. But that might be. And it was, nah, like, that might be busy. it was like, we'll get you free delivery by May 9th. And I was like, excuse me? Oh, <laughs> May 9th? Bro, it is April fourteenth. And I canceled Prime, please. Oh, yeah. If you weren't watching Prime Video, you should cancel Prime right now. Just Here's for the like... thing: I'm not really watching Amazon Prime Video. That's the thing. You should cancel Prime. Uh, 
But they won't give you or like, start a watching partial happy refund, endings. I don't think. Happy oh, endings? Sure is it good? Oh, I love it. It's really good. Bro, you gotta watch the red red oaks. Red oaks. Oh, it's on Prime? Yeah, it's a Prime original. And boy does Ooh, it kind of show. But <laughs> but it's uh it's good. It's good. It's one of the original, like Prime okay. originals. Not not like the marvelous Miss Maisel or Fleabag, the the good stuff. This is the the, the original stock. <laughs> OG Prime original. Yeah, this this uh it it was it just takes place at a country club. It's about this kid who's just like navigating, you know, adolescent life a little bit. It's it's pretty great. I love it. I there's only three seasons, then it I think died out because it just wasn't that good. But the first two seasons were right, pretty right. hilarious. I loved them. But uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, what was I gonna say though? I I mean, here's the thing. I was going to just buzz my head, but the problem is, is that like, I don't know. What if I don't do it right? Well, if you have the handheld thing, it's really easy. I promise you. You know what? You put a of... guard on it, like it says, and then you just. You know, across your whole head, easy peasy. Here's the craziest part, Tarek. I don't know a single balding guy here. Yeah, no, you're going to have to maybe see if Walmart has it. You know, I thought about... Making, I know they did carry it. I thought about making the trip up to Three Hills to see if uh, our friend Mike would cut my hair for me. Oh, yeah. But, you know, don't want to catch the Rona. Right. Yeah, fair enough. But, maybe uh, you could, you know, let you use it out in the yard. Just, just stand out in the cold, shaving my head. Throw the throw the hair in the composter. <laughs> <laughs> you can take credit for all their crops, dude. They're growing corn back there, I think. One, aren't they? Don't call it crops, okay? <laughs> their garden, <laughs> even their garden. Well, We're gonna crops, offend man. any farming friends we have. Uh, but you know what? In all fairness, they do grow corn. They do grow corn. Yeah. So. I gotta respect Corn that. infused with uh, the protein from Matt's hair. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> guys, I I can take a little sense of pride. I can take a little pride in that uh, that crop. I like it. I like it. Oh, all right, folks. Cool, man. Well, I think that's it. Uh, we didn't do a top five. Let's do a top five real quick. Top five, what? Lay it on me. Just pick something out of midair that you know that there's like at least five options. Top five. Well, you know, my go-to initially was top five quarantine, not movies, TV shows. Ooh. Top five rewatchables. That's the key. TV? You know, it's like, you can, yeah, TV. Okay. TV. I'll Do give I... you a second as I start my list. No, I already know. I'm already, like, clicking Okay, my you go, you go, you go. Okay, so here's the big thing. They have to be rewatchable. So it's stuff that I think I would naturally lean towards sitcom over drama. Yeah. I agree with you. Uh, so my I number anyways, one, I'm because I'm kind of watching those. it already over again, is The Fresh Prince Bel Air. That's a good one. Because that's still just still holds up. Still on Netflix. Yep, still on Netflix. Still holds up. If you start it in season one, if you've never seen the beginning season or beginning of season one, there's some great little bits in there, like the the old house that they used, um, the even the extended intro that they used to use for like the first ten episodes. Uh, is it 10? I thought it was only 3 or 4. No, it goes on for a little longer than you'd think. All right. But, uh, yeah, it's cool. And the acting just progressively gets better because Will Smith's rough at the beginning. It's so funny how oh, much better he gets. So bad. And there's some great cameos. Like Don Cheadle in, I think it's episode 6, he plays this guy Ice yeah, Tray. Yeah, he's Ice Pick. Ice Tray. <laughs> ice Tray. 
Dude, that's it. I just picked the, the name that Uncle Phil calls them to make. The, the best. It's one of my favorite episodes of all time. I won't lie. Of all Good six, episode. It's it's definitely top five for me. But uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> I yeah. Have to. Hey, Vivian, what's that boy's real name? It's Ice Tray. No, Vivian. It can't be Ice Tray. <laughs> 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 okay, next one. Next one. Oh, you want me to just keep going? Okay, I'll go. I'll go. You, let's go back uh, and forth Brit- here. Okay, one that Brittany and I always watch. It's just always on in the background. It's The Office. That's a popular Ooh, one. I think most people. Yeah. You know, I've even seen memes out now, like people who think loving The Office is a personality. It's like it's gotten to the point where it's like so many people love The Office and love it to that level that other people are making fun of them for loving The Office. But yeah, it's so good. Love it. Yeah. No, that that is a good one. That is a good one. Um. You know, I gotta. I just gotta keep going sitcom because I feel like that's the way to go. Hey, okay, uh, what do you got? I I would have to go with How I Met Your Mother. Oh, that's a good one. I if, do enjoy. If you, how you I haven't Met Your watched Mother. How I Met Your Mother like a second time in a while, those first few ep- those first few seasons again, kind of clunky. You obviously get to see kind of the the character progressions and stuff. It's always good. It's always good. It's true, and it's funny because. I feel like, like uh, Barney Stinson, this is Neil Patrick Harris's character. He's a bit of a womanizer. It does some of it doesn't age well post Me Too. Oh, he is you know what I mean? I feel like dog in those first and I, couple. And seasons. I feel like Neil Patrick Harris in real life. You know, he's gay. He's got this family. He's been very pro like these rights for a long time. Yeah, I know that's not the same exactly, but it's sort of you know what I mean, like um, marginalized people. And it's just funny because. Boy, is he a dog in that show. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if you can make these jokes right now. Dude, but that can be said about The Office Anyways. as well. The Office is outrageous with the... That's true. With the, like Michael That's Scott, true. Steve Carell, I'm shocked, hasn't been like some retroactively canceled guy. Well, I feel like they do it well in The Office. It's kind of like, it's kind of like he's the bad guy. If, you know, you're laughing at him. It's just like, you know, anyways, keep going, keep going. <laughs> Okay, Ned's back. Oh, no, it's you. my turn. It's my turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my bad. That's my bad. Um, I would say this happy ending show. No, it's not as popular. It got canceled after just three seasons, but it's got Damon Wayans Jr. in it. It's got um, Alicia Cuthbert. It started, I think it was 2011 till 2013. It's a little bit older. It's on Prime, and I love it. Me and a couple of buddies I know just think it's the greatest show. I've watched it through yeah. a couple times. It is so funny. Um, and, um, and the actors, obviously Damon Wayans Jr., people know, and uh, some of the other actors have gone on to do some stuff as well. I've heard a rumor they're going to reboot it, because um, it's a bit of a cult classic now. If you haven't seen it, watch it. If you've seen it, watch it again. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go off the beaten path, and I know I'm going to guess that some people haven't seen this show, uh, simply because it's an HBO uh, show, but I'm going to mm-hmm. say Entourage. Okay, I've never seen Entourage. Entourage, man, if you can somehow get access to HBO, it is well worth it. It's a very, it's a very interesting look, just like the life of being an actor and this guy, you know, Vince and his buddies. And uh, I don't know that it's like super based off of Mark Wahlberg's journey in Hollywood, but I know that he's like, is it funny? Oh, very funny, very very funny. Okay, and so it's just like these young guys who have a lot of money because their one buddy's a famous actor, and you know, just their kind of everyday actions and just kind of these little scenarios they get themselves into so it's entertaining if nothing else you know cool. it goes, it's eight seasons so it, like it lasted quite a while 
Oh yeah, that's the that's a good point. It's like it's you got you got real room to grow there. Absolutely. Yeah, and, yeah. And that's the thing, man. It's it's uh I really loved it, man. I've watched it probably three times now, like from start to finish, and it's just like it's entertaining right from right from the beginning to the end and like there's some outrageous characters in it. Like uh Jeremy Fibbon plays a, the agent. His name is Ari Gold, and he is just over the top ridiculous. Like he is Barney Stinson on steroids. Uh, <laughs> or I should say he's like a mix of Barney Stinson and Michael Scott, but to the next degree. Wow. wow. He's just Okay, okay. It's it's pretty wild. And so yeah. So anyways, uh it's a bit vulgar. Won't act like it's it's definitely not safe for children. But uh Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Cool. Entourage. You can get HBO. Uh yeah, and uh, then uh, my next one Oh what? Did you say Brooklyn Nine Nine? I was gonna say Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, okay. That's my next one. Yeah, that was my next one. Brooklyn okay. Nine Nine. Really like Brooklyn Nine Nine. There's six seasons on Netflix. The seventh season should be coming out at the end of April. I'll be honest, season <coughs> six didn't love as much. They switched from Box to NBC, I think. Um, but still, great show. If you want even just a taste, YouTube. The Backstreet Boys cold opening for Brooklyn Brooklyn Nine Nine. It has nothing to do with the Backstreet Boys actually being there, but it's just like a, I don't know. It's super funny, comedy, great show. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. You know what? You don't I, like Brooklyn Nine Nine? I really enjoyed like the first three or four seasons, and then I just felt it got stagnant. I understood why Fox yeah. didn't pick it up. I won't lie. No offense to Andy Samberg. I I did think I did think they could have ended it. At, at when Fox left, then it would have been fine. Yeah. Six is okay. Yeah, they probably didn't need to pick it up, though. And and that's the thing. Andy Samberg, maybe one of the funniest guys... Uh, He's a funny dude. ...in the last 10 years. Very, very funny. The last 15, maybe, yeah. we'll say. Because, you know, he, he really rose to prominence, yeah. obviously, off SNL, but also, like... Movies like Hot Rod, which are just like Long stupid, silly, funny, but just like... Yeah. He's so comedically, like, just above. And... Uh, and so obviously it sucks when you see his show begin to like dip, but the reality yeah. is like everything has a cycle, man. So it's like, yeah, you know, that's exactly take this with a, with a sense of pride and realize that like, okay, there's, you know, there's and maybe there's something season seven's new. good. I I got a coworker who watches and says season seven was a little bit, eh, but that it's some of the episodes are getting better, you okay. know. So it's okay. kind of a bit of a roller coaster in season seven. We'll find out. I'm waiting maybe, for it all. Maybe I'll have binge. to go back and and rewatch it, or maybe I'll have to go finish yeah. it uh okay this is gonna be i think my last one because i don't know that i have another one after this but okay um it's a bit of a i don't know that it's really rewatchable but if you haven't ever seen this i would definitely encourage you to go and check out the show breaking bad okay maybe maybe that was not a sitcom right that's a drama isn't it's it? it's very much a drama and i would argue that it's maybe the best show ever made oh wow you know if you haven't ever seen that's it give it a shot I always tell people, if you can make it through the first three episodes, you're good to go. But the first three episodes, there's some stuff in there that you're going to see that you're going to go, gosh, am I in this? Even at the end of episode two, you're going to go, oh, can I, can I make it through a third one? If you make it through that third one and you're like, all right, I'm going to try it to the end of the first season, you're, you're hooked. You're in. If you can't make it through at least episode three, then maybe it's just not for you. But on top of that, there's also Better Call Saul, which is a spinoff. It's on Netflix as well. Um, and it's also very entertaining. Same writers, same producers. 
similar characters. You're going to see some characters from Breaking Bad pop up. And, yeah, it's it's just as enticing and entertaining. Cool. There you go. I've so heard that, a lot of good things about Breaking Bad, but we've never watched it. So oh, maybe we will add it to the list. Like I said, man, if you can make it through the first three episodes, you're good. Cool. All right. My last one, notice it was just moved from Prime to Netflix, Ooh. is Community. I really liked Community. I'll be honest, it gets a little bit crappy after four seasons, maybe five. I think uh, one of the main characters leaves. But the first four or five seasons, so good. Dude, the first... So, so good. The first three are deadly. Ah, so funny. Great show. Donald Glover's in it. Everyone knows who that is now. Um, That was kind of his start, though. As as an actor. He's been writing and stuff for a while. Right, right. You know, but, you he's know, been in Hollywood for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, I but... more mean in like in the public eye. This is where you got to yeah, start. Yeah, totally, totally. So great show. Well, definitely quarantine, isolation, ready, whatever you want to call it. And here's a fun fact for you guys. I don't know if you guys are Marvel fans at all, but two directors from the Marvel uh, movies, uh, Anthony and Joe Russo. Uh, they've done a few Marvel movies and whatnot. They actually directed several episodes in Community uh, early oh, cool. on, which is why if you watch Marvel movies, you will see uh, actors from Community pop up within uh, the movies that they direct within you know the Marvel side of things. Do you have any good examples? Uh, not right off the top of my head, but I do know that like the Killing Dean, me. the Dean shows up in one. Uh, I, I want to say Abed shows up in one. I could be wrong. I remember. I remember both of those. I feel like if you can type in, uh, look it up. Community characters or actors. Yeah, I'm looking here. Let's see. Movies. Dude, uh, Yvette Nicole Brown is in Avengers Endgame. Ken Jeong, Avengers Endgame. Uh, Danny Pudi, who is Abed in Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Jim oh, he's Rash. in The Winter Soldier. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Donald Glover, Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, Aaron Himstein, Himmelstein. Oh, Brie Larson was in Community for a bit, too, to be fair. Dude, Brie Larson. What do you mean, for a bit? She's like a, one of the main characters in it. She is not. What? Brie Larson was in Community Brie as Larson. Abed's girlfriend Sorry. for like an episode. I was thinking of Allison <laughs> Brie. My apologies. Right. Not Bray Larson. Right. Oh, that's right. I forgot about <laughs> Donald Glover's the cameo. Not even cameo. His role in... Uh... Yeah. There you go. And in Civil War. Right. See? This is what I'm saying. So anyways, it's just like... Totally. In Ken Jeong. <laughs> yeah. So... That's that's a good point. That's that's one of the things that I feel like... Yeah, I guess... No, I shouldn't say that about Ken Jeong. Obviously, yeah, it was Hangover made his career. But he was a big part of community as well. Dude. Anyways, great anyways. TV shows. We recommend. Check them out. Watch and enjoy. Let us know what you guys are watching during the quarantine. Uh, if you guys have any good things, hit us up in DMs. Uh, comment on any of the videos or photos we post, and uh, we'll we'll share them with everyone else. We're we're more than happy to to kind of blast it out. Maybe you found something that we haven't, and that'd be worth for us watching too. Anyways, uh, for the time being, peace out. School me to the game. Catch you guys later. Stay humble, stay low, blow like hoodie. True pimp, spin no dough on the booty. Yeah, we go mace, there go your cutie.